Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collins. And today we're going to take a look at the supporting artists, Dennis Coleman and Since September, who are supporting Little Mix on their confetti tour. Let's get straight on it, shall we? So supporting Little Mix is Dennis Coleman and Since September. So let's take a quick look at Dennis Coleman. Okay, so Dennis Coleman is age 19 and was born on May the 18th, 2003. He was born in the United States and is best known for the songs You and Ray J. He also performed as a support act for the Vamps on a regular basis. While born in the United States, he was also raised in London, United Kingdom. Before he was famous, he began playing music at the age of four and at the age of 10 he began creating his own songs. He studied the violin and composition at the Royal College of Music's junior department. It's a nice accolade that, you know, even Royal School of Music is very difficult to get into. Yeah, I know someone that went to the Royal School of Music to play piano, and it's very difficult to get into. Uh, I may add, so he must have been very, very good. Anyways, moving on. He won the Open Mic UK and Future Music Songwriter of the Year competition in 2017. He shared a photo with fellow singers and TikTok stars Becky Cook and Tessa Bear to his Instagram in November 2018. Oh wow, that's a great accolade that is. Don't even know who they are. Sorry. Um, So, not much info on him. That's all I can find at a quick glance. So now we found out a little bit, and I mean a little, little bit. Let's uh, have a look at Since September. Since September, a four-piece English-Irish indie band formed in 2020. The group consists of vocalist and guitarist Matthew Nolan, Harry Holes, Patrick Ralphson, and vocalist and pianist Jacob, Fa- Jacob Fowler. The band was formed on and subsequently won English girl group Little Mix's BBC One talent competition, Little Mix The Search. Since September is the open act for Little Mix's Confetti Tour. The band is managed by Roy Stride. During Little Mix The Search, since September cites Five Seconds of Summer, McFly, Jonas Brothers, Kings of Leon and The Killers as their musical influences. While since September used a pop rock style during the show, the manager Roy... While since September used a pop rock style during the show, their manager, Roy Stride, revealed the band completely switched it up for their original music. He, continued to, he continues to state their music is a mature Sam Smith meets Ed Sheeran sound. Since the show, the boys have been writing both together and with music artists such as Roy Stride, Jameson McFay and the Dunwells, having four different musical styles between them. The band has settled on a Coldplay-esque sound, focusing more on the ballad side of music. So Harry Holes, born 15th, 15th of February 1998, was born in Coventry and grew up in the suburb of Eastern Green. He attended Eastern Green Junior School and then West Coventry Academy, previously Woodlands Academy. He was a member of a band called the Common Jets during his teen years. Jacob Oliver Fowler, born the 2nd of March 2000, was born in Nottingham and grew up in the suburb of Woodthorpe. He attended Trinity School Apsley and went on to graduate with a degree in musical theatre from the Trinity Laban Conservatoire of Music and Dance in London. Matthew Nolan, born 5th of April in 1999, was born in Dublin and grew up in Grangerough, Dargria, Drogheda. He attended 
He attended Colestein Nahins nearby in Betty's town. He was a member of the Cod Celtic Football Club and has released music as a solo artist. Patrick Michael Ralphson, born on the 27th of May 2000, is from the Burnley area, having grown up in France and later moved to Trawden. He was a member of the Burnley Youth Theatre. He was a member of the Burnley Youth Theatre. He attended Wheatley Lane Primary School and then Emery Stead's Grammar School before studying German and politics at the University of Manchester. He was in an indie band called Critical Reaction. The songs they released are Let You Go, Eleven Eleven, All the Broken Hearts, All of the F- All of the Stars. So there we go, a nice little bit of information on since September, and we'll be back after this. A tribute to men that hate their jobs is a brutal but witty portrayal of working a job you hate. In this podcast, there are themes explored in which happy workers simply wouldn't understand unless they listen to these cautionary tales from a man that lost his ideal job because of the global pandemic. Be warned that this podcast contains strong, offensive language that some listeners may not want to hear. In addition, this podcast is definitely not recommended for younger audiences. The links for this is in the description below. And we're back. So supporting Little Mix uh, was Dennis Coleman. And his set went okay, actually. So the ultimate stage flyable screen started off in the down position with Dennis Coleman's logo and a QR code. So left, right, and mid stage, and and this logo would appear in between each song. And on the actual song itself, you had a uh, vid- a live video feed come in. So lighting wise. He only had basic lighting. He had just a general wash on the downstage section of the stage and a robo spot following him. Although his drummer had a separate static light, which was always a tone or a shade slightly different to the general wash. So if it was red, there would be an off red, like more of a pinky red. Or if there was a uh, dark blue, it'll be a lilac that kind of thing so complementary colors and he only had a small handful of lights so some of the uh, front of house uh, units just to wash the stage a little bit of side lighting from the downstage left and right led floods and strobes and that was it nothing else nothing too special just that because that's all he needed he only had a handful of songs he was only on for 20 minutes which was, well, it was supposed to be a 20 minute say it was more like 18 minutes, but that's because he didn't have too much to say in between each song. And they just give him 20 minutes just uh, just in case he uh, overruns with his, with his uh, patter, which I have to say, he actually had some good patter and it always, and it all made sense. So from an artist that's starting out, that's really good going. Performance wise, Dennis Coleman came out with a massive burst of energy. He started off uh, stage right. He darted across the stage and started his vocals as he got to mid-stage. I have to say, for a uh, for quite a young artist, he'd actually uh, got some good stage presence and a good 
audience interaction, which is good. Every song he did, he got massive rounds of applauses. He even addressed the audience directly in his patter. They were cheering him. And, and at one point, he commanded the audience to get out their phones and do the old cliche of switching the torch on and lighting up the audience, which they all did. And there was enough people in the audience at that point of time to completely uh, light up the whole uh, arena, which is very interesting. You know, he'd, he started his set half hour after the doors had opened. So that's pretty good going at, I have to say. Now, with his tracks, and they were tracks, I think a lot of people do get a lot of stick and flack for having uh, click tracks. And the only instrument that was on stage with him was his drummer. And on his very last song, he picked up his electric, his electric guitar and did a little riff at the end of the song. I don't know what the songs are called off the top of my head. I was, never, I was not given a set list. But there was a song and he played a little bit of guitar and that's all I can tell you on that one. So performance wise, Dennis Coleman was good. It is, uh, he actually had charm and stage presence and he had a good vocal performance. You couldn't fault it and you couldn't fault his vocal performance whatsoever. Sound wise, because it was click track with the drums and the vocals, he, he still had a gold standard within within his sound mix and I did feel that his click tracks were uh, laid out individually on the uh, sound desk and what that means is every, co every component part of the uh, track had its own fader and uh, the faders would be automated on how uh, the uh, original sound engineer would have programmed his section of the show so it will ride up a bit more bass here and there in time to the uh, track and you'd have the sound engineer who would actually be able to override each component including his vocals and push things up a little bit or put, or put it back down all depending on how the uh, performer in this case uh, Dennis Coleman uh, was uh, pushing himself was he pushing himself a bit harder than he normally did or was he going a little bit softer because he's got a bit of a sore throat or whatnot? And that's the whole point of having a sound engineer to do that and having your tracks laid out. So it makes it sound good and superior as opposed to having a track with it just EQ'd and, and that's all you're getting. You have no control over it. And this performance from, from Dennis Coleman did give the impression that each component part did have its own fader and the sound engineer was riding it constantly because some bits were louder some bits got quieter in different parts of the song so it did feel like there was uh, some corrections being made on the fly now you've heard about dennis coleman's performance let's go on to since september's performance right so just like dennis coleman since september had their uh, logo and their q and their qr code in between each song as well as at the start when he was introduced onto the stage and this is the first time I've actually heard them play I knew nothing about them other than what I read out on the introduction part of the podcast earlier on where I was going over what I could find about their act yeah they could actually sing and they definitely could play their own instruments there's nothing phony about it but we'll get onto their performance in a moment Right, so lighting-wise, they had slightly more lights than Dennis Coleman. 
So they had the basic wash, they had the uh, downstage floods, and they had some profiles on the floor and in the air from stage left and stage right. So they had those profiles giving emphasis to their tracks. And when I say emphasis, so say there was a bit of a bass line going or a, a bit of a solo, those lights would just follow the beat of, the, uh, of that section of the track and shine into the audience, which works really well actually. Right, so performance wise, musically, they can all play their instruments to a really good level. And vocally, they were very strong as uh, vocalists, all of them. And it did feel that, well, how can I put this? I never saw their TV show where they got selected to, uh, to be on this tour with Little Mix. I never saw any of it. So I know enough, absolutely nothing about since September. But vocally, they could all sing and I've got a funny feeling that they were picked because they could all sing and they could all play their own individual instruments as well. So they basically had the best of both worlds. And when I say that is they could be portrayed as a boy band and they could also be portrayed as an indie band. Uh, so they definitely got the best of both on that of both worlds in that one. And uh, for me, it did feel like it worked. They're not my kind of band whatsoever. So don't get me wrong, um, I haven't been made a fan of it, but I can appreciate exactly what they are and what and what their use are uses within the industry. They are aimed at the at the younger audiences as well as female audiences, and I can appreciate it because there is a time and place for that music, and it works and it's very popular. It's just not my cup of tea. But you cannot fault their playing. The songs that they uh, have, I don't know if they wrote them themselves. Some of them were cover songs. But on the whole, it was generally good. And the audience loved their performance. They really did. In fact, you, would, you could even say that since September had the audience eaten out the palm of their hand. So... Like everyone else, when they commanded their audience to bring out the phones again, do the torches on the phones, they got everyone in the venue to do it, and they were swaying around in time to the music, and it worked. They commanded the audience, the audience obeyed every song, the audience gave them a massive cheer, and you even heard some cheers during the songs themselves, especially on the slower songs that they did, where people were still cheering them on. <laughs> yeah, they, it was like one or two people within a crowded, within the crowded room. But these guys were uh, loud enough for the band to actually notice that they were there. The only thing that I could say about their performance, which was a bit of a negative, which I don't want to do because they actually put a lot of effort in there, I didn't feel like some of the stage presence that they had was as genuine as it could have been. I think a lot of it was choreographed, but I do feel that as time as time goes on and they gain the experience, they'll be they'd have more of a naturalistic feel on stage with some of their stage presence. And yeah, they have got some, but I do feel like with a bit of time that they'll come into their own and they won't need choreography or whatnot. I mean, it did feel slightly choreographed, it really did.
but I may be wrong. I may be wrong, but that's how it came across to me. And yeah, when they have more experience, especially when they headline their own shows, it won't be choreographed or have that feeling of it being choreographed. It'll be them. And I guarantee you, if they did have their own headline, then yeah, they're definitely coming to their own and blossom as art as artists in their own right, which they are. You know, just because they won a talent contest doesn't make them less of an artist. I mean, you could you could argue that some people can be less artists if they do win a competition, but then again, Little Mix won a competition and they got a massive, massive following. So to last for 10 years, yeah, they have longevity, whereas a lot of bands that win or just or come runners up, they don't have that kind of longevity within them and I do kind of feel like since September have got longevity in them and I do feel like once they do have a bit more creative control over their own over their own product they will come into their own I really do feel that if you've enjoyed today's podcast please hit like subscribe and share and if you haven't already done so why not check out more of our content from Master X Media at our website and that is www.masterxmedia.info and we'll catch you next time. Bye for now.